Broadcasting from the Any Hour Services Podcast Studios, I'm your host, Mike Wilson, and on this episode of In the House, we're going to be talking about whether tanklesses are worth it, or are they not? Let's go. In the House is a podcast about the major systems in the house, electrical, plumbing, heating, and air conditioning. I'm joined today by Scott and Dwayne back in the studios. They're managers over the plumbing service department at Any Hour Services. You guys still doing good? Still doing good. Still doing last great. time you were doing really good. You still, yeah. still really good? Probably Just better than last time. Better than life last time. Life is good. Life yeah. is good. Spring's coming. It's warming up outside. March 23rd, you know. I, yeah, it should be warmer because you know we recorded this today (laughs) just kidding all right uh (laughs) our episode today like i mentioned we're going to be talking about uh our tankless is worth it and the reason i wanted to talk about that is because it is probably the hands down i'm not even a plumber like the most common question that i get from anyone that knows me you know we we advertise that we do tanklesses they're becoming way more popular and people are interested in it they like the idea of you know having endless hot water and i get it all the time mike are tanklesses worth it do you is that a common question do you guys get that a lot yeah absolutely how do, how do you guys Dwayne? how do you answer it somebody a friend of yours comes up and's like hey do you is, is tankless worth it? I've been thinking about getting one. I like them. Yeah. For me. I mean, I, I've, I've got one. I've had one for a long time and both homes that I've lived in. And so your default answer is yes. Yes, but yeah. Oh, it's yes, but <laughs> <laughs> Scott, how do you answer? Well, for me, it, it really depends. So I would want to know it more. It really depends. I want to know it more depends. about, I want to I want to know more about why they're looking into tankless. And I want to know more about their lifestyle because tankless is, they're amazing, um, but there are some drawbacks. So if there's certain things that like for me in my household, I don't, I currently don't have one. Are we going to go good cop, bad cop on this one? I don't think so. I think you'll just join me. Just good cop, good cop. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a Jedi mind. <laughs> Trick you. But you I think, believe. I do think they're worth it um, as far as that goes. But I don't have one because I, I, for one, like the, the volume. I have lots of teenagers and we have a lot going on at one time. Lots of showers happening, laundry, dishwashers, a lot is happening at one time. And there are drawbacks with the tankless water heater. You know, you, you're not going to get near the volume. You're going to have endless hot water, but you're not going to get the demand like you would if you just had, and I have two tanks um, and I never run out of hot water. Man, I swear people because I still do it, the difference between volume and pressure. Because I, I would think what you're describing is like, oh, well, you're going to lose pressure at, at some of the fixtures. If you start opening everything up, the pressure is going to drop because it looks like, oh, you know, you start getting less water at each thing. But you're saying that's volume. <laughs> so for everyone listening that thinks it's pressure, just go with it. Go with this, it. We're gonna, I swear we're going to do an episode on the difference between well, volume and pressure until I get it. It's got to sink through my head, but it's, I'm not and, there yet. And we'll circle back around to that when we start talking about pluses and sure. minuses and why that, why Scott says that. Because that's important to know. It, it's important to know that, that it is only capable of delivering. It can go endless, but there is a limit. So you're answer is going to be i'm going to answer your question with a question Absolutely. and get some more information because you're saying whether it's worth it or not depends on your situation and how you're going to use it yeah absolutely yeah. my my dad has one and and you know he he uses it and he loves it you know 
but it's, it's just two of them in the home. So we have a lot more than that. I don't know if it's because it's my, you know, cheapskate like personality, but whenever someone asks me if something is worth it, my mind automatically assumes like you're talking about the money because tanklesses are going to cost more. I mean, you can be two and a half, three times as much, you know, to put in a tankless as you would to, to put in just a regular, you know, replace your tank hot water heater. And I'm, I'm assuming that that's what people are wanting to know is like, Hey, well, if, if I could get a tankless, should I invest that extra money in getting the tankless? And so that's what I want to try and unpack is, uh, you know, is the pluses and minuses. Yeah. And like, is the money worth it? And it sounds like, and so eventually we'll actually try and like do some math and see if we can actually put some numbers to, does it financially make sense? But a very real thing are these other things, these other factors that you need to figure out of whether it's going to work or not. Because I'm, I'm in all transparency. I am like, blindly in support of people getting a tankless. But I think that's because of, I don't know that you can, I don't know that there's a such thing as like an unbiased opinion on anything, right? Cause we filter things through, you know, our own lens of our own experience. Dwayne loves his, I love mine to the point where like, I, I never really stopped to think about like, Oh, well, what if they have a ton of stuff going on? Because at my house, it's possible to like be trying to do laundry and the uh, dish and the dishes and a kid's taking a shower at the same time. It's possible that that would happen, but most of the time it doesn't. And so in my mind, I never experienced that lack of volume. Yeah. <laughs> Pressure. Uh, anyway, <laughs> where, where that's an issue for me. And so let's, let's walk through some of those scenarios where it might not be Let's save the money side of it until the end. Let's go through some scenarios where um, where a tankless might not be the best solution for you. You mentioned one. You've got a lot of people and a lot of things going on at the same time. Yeah, and I think that at the same time is the important piece of that. You can have a lot of people, and if your habits are spread out where you're not using it all at once, it's a great idea. Right. So you got to know you got to know your patterns and what. You know, if everybody's getting ready for school at the same time and that, and you have lots of teenagers and they all want to stay in there forever, then probably, you know, consider that. If you've got a large jetted tub that brings, you know, that has four to five gallon per minute flow filling it up, that that's your my time every night. You fill that 90 gallons up. You Is that how many gallons are well, in a jetted tub? Well, there's all different sizes. Mine was, I had, anyway, you can buy all kinds of different sizes, but the, big tub. but because they flow so much water, if you have a tankless water heater and you're filling that thing up on a daily basis, while that thing's running, you're not going to get much more out because it's capable of giving here in our cold Utah weather, you know, four to five gallons per minute. And you're demanding all of that just to fill the tub. Mm. And so that's, if, if that's one of those lifestyle things that if that's, Every night at 8.30, dad's putting the kids to bed and bathing them. I'm going to go soak in the tub. There can be some conflicts while they're in the shower and the tub's filling mm. kind of a thing. So that's, that's if you use it once every three years, then that's a different story. Gotcha. You know, so. um, 
what are some other scenarios where, or maybe you've talked to people or maybe someone got one and didn't realize that it was going to be a problem? Are there any other lifestyle situations where a tankless might not be the route you want to go? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I really feel like if it's an older home with a galvanized system, um, you might, you might run into some other issues there. Um, like what? demand because if it's been there and they're and they're clogged up with rust and stuff because we see that often when we cut them apart that's you're not you don't have the full diameter so your okay. flow is going to be much different and plus having that run through your you know rust through your tankless water heater's probably not a great there's thing a lot it. of lot of little fine motor things that are working in there and those little pieces you know when people have a galvanized home they're always have once a year at least they're taking off their aerators and cleaning all that gunk out mm. those little pieces and chunks of things can lodge in the tankless and things and cause some issues and so that's so is that the main issue with a galvanized system is that that you getting that debris and the rust and stuff like coming through i'd well, say that's a main a big concern because yeah. in, yeah. in my mind if 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 the pipe is like a smaller diameter that that works in the favor of the tankless because you have less volume volume well yeah but but see the tanklesses are flow related you have to have flow to keep them working and this is another point i was going to bring up as far as a lifestyle thing goes is that you have to have 0.5 gallons per minute flow to get it running if you've got a shower head that is just barely squeaking out and spraying a few little sprays here and there you're never going to get hot water because you're not getting 0.5 gallons per minute to even get the tankless huh. to turn on now it'll run at 0 0.35, 0 0.4 gallons per minute, but you have to have X amount of flow just to turn it on. So some people get used to, you know, turning on the cold water if they have a safe faucet and they wash their face in the sink, you know, and, and, and there again, it's lifestyle things, but, but they turn the cold water on and they barely crack the cold water or hot water to get it warm. Well, if you have a tankless, you actually need to learn to turn that hot water on first and get it flowing and then bring the cold on to mm in with it so and things off on off ons at kitchen sinks um, one thing that i don't like about the tankless is during canning season um we I, the house i have doesn't have a garden now but it will this spring i think is our garden time sure. but but i do a lot of i like salsa and i do a lot of tomatoes and peaches and things like that and when you're slipping the skins off it's nice to have a little bit of warm water warmish water but you can't just trickle it and make it flow it has to have that flow so if you're used to wanting to have a lukewarm water that you would have with a tank where it's just mixing the right flow but see i i guess i'm gonna you guys tell me but like that doesn't seem like there's a solution for that if you have a tankless i mean because like noritz has those like um circulating things where that that wouldn't be an issue um i'm i'm wondering because I'm, I'm worried that, like, see, I love tanklesses so much, it sounds like you guys are, like, talking me out of it. Because <laughs> we haven't gotten to the good stuff right, yet. But Because, right. like, are those situations where it wouldn't be right, are those, those aren't the norm, right? Those are, like, the small percentage of situations. And that's why it's important to, like, talk to a plumber and to realize that, like, if you're looking at getting a tankless, it's not just about, hey, come out. And look and see if you can if you can install one in this location with the gas and the venting and all that stuff. There also needs to be a conversation about how you use it. Mm -hmm. So it's just important to have that conversation, yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So um, 
what are, so let's just assume you can install it and you don't have those lifestyle situations and now you're just looking at, okay, well, is it worth the money? Let's, let's have that conversation. Or are, are there other things that we need to consider before we get to the money side of it? Um, not that I can think yeah, of. No, me I mean, cold, cold water. Like if you're higher up in the mountain or something, you're going to get, you know, less of a demand. But no, that's not the norm, like you said. So I don't think that's. Yeah, I don't want to like, I don't, what I don't want to do is throw out so many Negative, little rare yeah, situations right, right, right. that everybody's like, oh, sounds like this isn't a so, good idea. Right. I mean, for me, the biggest thing is just endless hot water. Okay. I mean, just it can go, 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 go forever and ever. And if you want those days when you've been out skiing or snowmobiling, you're kind of beat up a little bit or horse riding or whatever, and you come back and you're beat up a little bit and you just want to kind of rest the weary bones under some good hot water, the tankless will give you that hot water for as long as you want to stand in there. Whereas with a, with a one, you know, and then Scott's situation, he has two, and we never get any complaints from anybody with two fifty gallon heaters that they run out. Mm. That, that just, I mean, I've hardly ever, ever heard that. And so two fifty gallon water heaters is a, is a viable option. Most homes don't have that. Most homes have one fifty, and everybody knows they run out of hot water after two 10 minute showers and, the next one starts going you know lukewarm and stuff and so just the endless hot water is by far the biggest benefit and do i stand in the shower hour after hour every day no but those times when you want to or you know you're a little croupy and you want to just kind of clean the sinuses out you know just steam that baby up and let it run and yeah i i take longer showers in the winter you know getting up in the morning and like defrost a little bit (laughs) you know because I, uh, I, I like it a little bit colder in the house. And so, but I like to warm up and like, I don't, like I said, I don't like to be cold, but I, you know, I prefer the, 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 I prefer the cold weather so I can get as warm as I want. But, um, okay. So then let's, let's talk about the, the cost side of it, because I think there is, or I know there is a difference in the cost to buy something and the cost to own it. Do you do you guys understand what I'm saying when mm-hmm. I when I say it that way? Yep. So I want to talk about the different costs associated with um, any kind of water heater, tanked or uh, tankless. Okay. So the first one I'm thinking, you know, installation costs. You're gonna have you're gonna have a cost, and obviously we've we've said it already. The installation cost of a tankless is more than the installation cost of a tanked water heater. And it's just the first time. Yes. The first time, the first time. Okay. The mm-hmm. first time. Very good. Well, the way that we're going to do the math, we're going to, cause I mean, that's another thing is like they, a benefit of them is they say they last a whole lot longer right, right. than a regular water heater. So in the math we're going to do, we're not going to assume we're going to have to install this thing too many times. Okay. <laughs> so like, no, f- but, 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 but the reason that is, is because there's, it's a whole different way of venting. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different, there's more gas supply needed. There's things to do that take more effort that first time, but say it does fail and you need to change it out again, that infrastructure has been built and it's just boom, boom. And it's a done deal. So in that situation where it's boom, boom, it's still, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't it still more expensive because yes. the equipment costs yeah. more? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do we want to start with that on the equipment one? Should we, sure. Should yeah. we just do that? So, I mean, so your regular water heater costs X amount of dollars. I mean, everybody knows five, you know, 500, 800, 
depending on where you're going, what volume you're getting. But tanklesses are two to three times, maybe four times as much to buy, depending on the level of tankless you're getting. And that's just cost for cost. Mm -hmm. Okay. But the nice thing with the tankless is, is that they're so much more efficient. They're 30 to 40% more efficient than that tank water heater that you are going to, it's going to pay for itself in just flat out energy savings and gas savings in about four years. That cost will be that it's about a $300 a year um, cost savings on your gas bill. Right? Did you, is that a number you came up with? Well, I, I don't know that I would say that it like pays for itself because when I look at the just off of, and I know every usage is a little bit different and you know, the amount you use it and all those things are different. I looked at the, the yellow sticker, the energy right. star sticker right. on the side, right. And on a ream water heater that we had in our warehouse, it said the average annual cost of operation was $288 a year. Then you look at the Noritz and it was $192 a year. So it was a difference of $96, you know, a hundred bucks a year, which in my mind, a hundred bucks a year in four years, isn't going to make up for the difference in cost of installing uh, a whatever. Cause it's like eight bucks a month. But where I went in, in my brain is because if you were to look and let's just round numbers, not giving anyone a quote, everything could be a little bit different, but let's just say that with installation and everything, let's just say, you know, you're a couple thousand to install a, a tanked water heater and you're 6,000 to install a tankless water heater. If we take those numbers and we look at it, um, you know, again, the installation cost, that initial cost is one of the costs of ownership, but where, <coughs> excuse me, I do agree that over the life of the system, the energy savings is definitely, definitely in your favor that way. Because if we just use the numbers on the yellow sticker and say the $96 a year or eight bucks a month, when you look at the, how long the systems are supposed to last. They say a tankless can be 20, you know, 25 plus, but they say a, a, a 25 year limited warranty. So that's the number that in my head, I'm like, okay, well, if they'll stand behind their product 25 years, that's how long we'll say it needs to be before you have to replace it. And just from our conversations with, um, you know, how, how often or how long should a, a water heater last? And I know some people have them a lot longer than that or a lot less, but you know, eight to 12 years, you know, in our environment is normal for a tanked water heater. So I just went in the middle and said 10 years. So, and there are some manufacturers that will warranty their water heater for 10 years. Okay. Has, is anything that I've said so far off base or does that make sense? No, nope, that's, that's good. Okay. So if I take those numbers and I just say, you know, um, 10 years with the tanked water heater, you're overpaying the utility company by $96 a year. Okay. So that means that's a cost that you're not going to have with the tankless. So you've got the cost of the install, but then you also have the usage, the energy cost of it. So you're going to overpay. You're going to pay more than you would with the tankless. So it'd be, I know it costs money to run the tankless, but you're going to be running the tank as well. But as far as energy overages, it's going to be zero on a tankless. It's going to be $96 more a year on a tank. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. 
take that 96 bucks over a 10 year period, that's that's $960 over the life of that particular tanked water heater. So you have to add that to the cost of the water heater. So all of a sudden we're at $2,960 for that tanked water heater. And then now this is where you could go either way because there is a cost with maintenance, right? But there are people out there that like, if you're going to maintain it, you're going to maintain it. If you're not going to, you're not going to. And I talk to people on social media all the time where some people are like, oh, you never have to do this. And we're not going to have that debate. So if you're going to maintain it, you're going to maintain it. If you're not, you're not. We'll just call it a wash. It is a little bit more expensive to maintain, to flush a tanked water heater than it is to flush a regular one. But we're going to say that's kind of nominal. tankless water heater. Sorry, did I misspeak there? It's more expensive to flush a tankless water heater than it is to flush a tanked water heater. Thank you. Um, okay, so we're going to take maintenance off the table real quick. So, but then, then you get to the 10-year mark. Okay, 10 years. Now you got to get that. You got to replace the tanked water heater, but you don't have to replace the tankless. So now all of a sudden it's like, all right, well, at the 10 year mark, I've got another 2,960 bucks when I include the usage there. Okay, cool. I have zero because I'm still don't have an energy overage with a, with a tankless and I don't have to install it again because it's lasting longer than a tank. Cool. We on the same page so yep. far? I was worried about how this would like come across because no, in my it's, mind, it's, 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 it's clear. Yep. Okay. So it's now coming across good. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yep. Cool. So then we get to the 25 year mark. Now you don't have to totally replace or, or sorry. No, we're at the 20 year mark because we went 10 years. We replaced it. Now we're at the 20 year mark. You've got to get another tanked water heater. That's another $2,000 for that, but we're only going to go to 25 years to compare with the tank less. So you don't have 10 years. So you only have $480 over the five years of energy overage. Okay. So at the end of that 25 years, when you might have to replace your tankless or when you it's out of warranty after that point at 25 years, you have spent to own a tanked water heater and to replace it with another tanked water heater $8,400 if we're using $2,000 to install a, a water heater um, and $6,000 to install a tankless at the end of the 25 years, you spent 6,000. So 8,400 compared to 6,000. That's to me on paper, financially, it's it worth sense. it. To, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And there's one other factor you didn't even talk about was you, if you have a tanked water heater and it fails, what about all the damage that just happened? Whew. You know what I mean? Like it's, you've you just lost, we see flooding happen quite often when they go out. It's not usually a pretty sight. And usually there's damage that happens. Carpet that needs to be dried out. Sheetrock that has to be replaced at times. There's some damage that happens because you're dealing with water stored. True. And that's, that is one of the things that when you talk to someone about a tankless, you know, that is one of the advantages that you don't have 50 gallons of water just sitting there yeah. waiting the other, to dump into the basement. Yep. The other thing too, that in your numbers, you're saying, yeah, we're saving $96 a year. That's when it's a hundred percent efficient at only 63% efficiency to begin with. Mm -hmm. Your tankless will not drop down much in efficiency over that same length of time it will it will fail to run or cease to run and things if it does drop down but by year 10 you're not 
you're not using $96 of energy. Difference. It's less efficient in the tank. It's, I mean, yeah. it drops substantially just with the, the, the way the tank totally goes makes over. Sense. So I, yeah. and but I didn't it's, have it's a nice, yeah, it's I didn't nice have to, a concrete way to like uh, figure out what right. that drop in efficiency no, was on the one. tank. There isn't right? one. Um, so, so anyway, so just looking at that and the reason that I went through that process in my head is because, you know, I asked you guys how you respond to that question. Dwayne, you're like, yes, cause I love mine. You're like, oh, I got to ask some more questions and, and figure it out. I, because of my personality and not wanting to like talk someone into spending more money. My mother-in-law just the other day, she's like, she knows I have a tankless. I love mine. I would, if I moved into a house, like I am that blindly for a tankless that like, if I moved into a house, I mean, unless it was like a brand new water heater, I, if, when I get ready to replace a water heater, I'm putting a tankless in. That's how I'm like, cool. I'm a fan of that. But my, my mother-in-law, she hears about tanklesses. She hears about our promotions and things going on. She's like, Mike is a tankless worth it. And I default was like, uh, the money side of it. Like, oh, she's trying to, cause I know them like they're fiscally, you know, responsible. And I'm like, probably not. <laughs> and I can tell you right now, after going through and doing all of this research and like doing the math and doing those things, I've changed my answer. If someone asked me if they, I actually like your response. Like, is it worth it? Like, well, let me, what, what are you trying to get out of it? I'd ask those questions. But if it came down to, is it worth the extra money? My response to them would be, if you have the money or can get the money, meaning like if you can finance the the thing, if you can get the money for it, it is worth it to put in a tankless over a tanked water heater if the money is the only thing that you're looking at. Yeah. And so I'm actually going to go back to my mother-in-law and I'm gonna be like, well, <laughs> I did some math for you. Let me explain to you why I actually do think that it's worth it. And I don't know, maybe I'll report back on another episode to see if she gets one, but I didn't I didn't do all of the due diligence. And I think there's a lot of people out there and that's why, and I feel bad because I feel like I've been talking a lot here at the end, but actually you guys, tell me what you guys think about that. Am I thinking about it wrong or does that seem like a, a sound way to go about it? Uh, to me, it seems very clear. I, I like I like the way that you uh, worked through that. So absolutely, I think it I think it's very it was, understandable, it was very logical. Okay, yeah. I mean it just it flowed and it makes sense. On that, you know, in in response to, uh, I think one thing we need to address is that, you know, there's homeowners out there that are saying, well, I have the two fifties, I want tankless, but I've got seven bathrooms mm. and the big jetted tub that yep. my wife likes to fill up every night. What do we do? You can always, if you want that high efficiency. And things you can always take two of them and stack them together they have a cable that communicates and then you can get all the flow you would ever need but that's a good point because if you have two water heater two tanks in your house like well then you're going to have twice the cost to replace them yep. <laughs> and you're still going to have to replace them as yep. often so you can do the math that way but i was i was a little worried that with because for me I'm dense. And so in order to like see it, I had to like write it down. So I was worried how it would come across in a spoken form this way. Actually, if you're listening or you're watching this, like, let me know down in the comments. Did that make sense? Do you have more questions? Because uh, I'd be happy to forward your questions to Dwayne and Scott and have them answered. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, so that's that's where I came out on this particular topic. Anything to add? Takeaway? Is it worth it? It depends. It depends. Yeah. I, you know, it is. There's just, 
you know, you just have to find out it's more lifestyle. And if you're, and if you're trying to, if you have that question, if you're like, is it worth it to get a tankless? I would say what is worth it is get a free estimate. Cost you nothing. It is part of the, you know, investigation and the due diligence that you need to do anyway. Have the, just know that you need to like, you know, have those lifestyle questions figured out in your head. Do you have a big jetted tub? Do you have, you know, eight kids? Is that how many kids you got? No, but yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you have seven bathrooms? You know, like what, what's going on? Do you have two 50 gallons water heaters right now? Those are all the things that need to go into, uh, you know, figuring out, um, you know, whether somebody can give you a bid and then you, you make that decision. But when you make your decision, this is, this is the part that I need everyone that I want really to sink in is when you're making your decision, don't just look at that initial price. Think about the cost to own it not just the cost to install it. Right. And I, and I think too, I mean, the, the tankless water heater is probably not one of those do it yourselfer things. I mean, that's, and that's, I know a whole nother subject and things, yeah. but, but at least get a professional to come in and give you what the real costs are and bring it, bring it up, you know, cause there's, uh, they need to be installed professionally with the, they're, with gas sizing and yeah. things, there's there's a lot of different things that go in. It's not just a well, I could just slap that thing on the wall and run a couple of vents outside, and and there's there's some technology and some things behind all of that. So, absolutely agree. Well, that's the show. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday with a new episode of In the House. If you'd like to know more about any hour services or tankless water heaters, visit anyhourservices.com. Uh, I've been your host, Mike Wilson, and you've been listening to in the house.